your readings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Uh, there we go. We don't have our names. You threw me off there a little bit, Todd. I was like, wait, are we live? You, you know why? Because I took him down when we were streaming the return match of one Michael Kruger. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. Whoops. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Well, but we are live. You hear us. You see us, I assume. So that's uh Yeah, that's Dan, they can hear and see us, though. <laughs> this is a good thing. It's good that you can see and uh, and hear us. I know but, Dan's uh, slowly trying to check if it's working, and you could tell it in his voice. So I, I am. Wonder. I am. Well, long time. Your producer already said you were good. Quit being a pain. Check it out. Well, anyways, yes. So we're yeah. back on Wednesday. We've had a weird schedule lately. We haven't had our traditional Wednesday show in a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, speaking of being back, drum roll, drum roll. Are British you trying to path. like? Are you like trying to cue me to play the? clip is that what you're doing yes Todd. So. well i was gonna let kruger clue, clue the cue the clip because oh, okay. he sent me three i was gonna say i just know is like i values here the, God. do the second and then the first one todd okay well one of them i wish happened to dan let's see the first one Yeah, it was nice to uh, do a German suplex again. It's been a while, I, but uh, Dan's yeah. crying watching it. <laughs> and uh, you could just play the second one now. All right, here we go. Yeah, so after four years, I finally got my revenge on Terex for fucking moonsaulting my knee to into oblivion. But uh, yeah, it was really cool to be back in the ring. Um, you know, my match got switched around a couple of times, so I was uh, I, I was a little nervous and kind of fucking stressed the fuck out about it. But once I got out there, everything kind of clicked. Just felt like I fucking had never left wrestling and I I'm in so much better shape than I was the last time I was wrestling too. that. Like once I got my groove going, everything was cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, just thanks to crimson crown wrestling for letting, uh, letting me come home and, uh, we'll see what the future holds in the next uh, couple of months. You know, I don't know how long I'm going to stick around in wrestling, but, uh, I think I at least got another couple years left in me. So uh, hopefully uh, we get to make some fun memories. I spill a lot of blood, uh, my own and other people's. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So uh, and as I journey back into this venture of wrestling, I'm taking all you motherfuckers on the ride with me. So uh, there's going to be some exclusive uh, content coming out pretty soon to our Patreon. Uh, I'm kind of working on editing a few things right now for like a not really even a documentary, just a video vlog thing that documents uh, my day 
up until the mat the my return match and then my thoughts afterwards and stuff like that and we'll we'll make it look cool and pretty and uh yeah so stay tuned for that and just uh thanks for all the support it's been really really cool to see that a lot of people are psyched that i'm back doing this fucking stupid bullshit um and uh yeah that's really all i got just uh thanks you guys fucking for uh tuning in tuning in to, uh to our patreon too we did live stream the uh the show uh when i returned so that was like the i think we teased it either last week or the week before but that was the little uh exclusive special thing we had so if that doesn't uh entice you to subscribe to our patreon i don't know what will but uh stay tuned for more of that patreon.com slash flesh features uh you'll get now behind not necessarily i'm, I'm not going to go too behind the scenes but you'll be getting uh exclusive michael kruger wrestling content under there as well so and we should say that the the current version will be replaced probably as soon as we're done with a higher quality version of 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 your match yeah so that would yes. be cool yeah. wrestling 40 mike kruger prime time dj Shad. Oh my god! Yeah, going. He had to somehow try to get himself over it. It just ruined. Yeah, it. no. He, he, I mean, it's Dan. He always needs to get himself over. Just Fuck remember, man. Dan. I have a count. That's all you get. <laughs> I hit harder than him. Come on. Uh, so I now we can tell him that. Okay, sweet. Thank you, Dan. Now, yeah, I'm gonna, now I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell Clint Margera that shit next time I see him. You got uh, a slap fight lined up. You're gonna take the I didn't the consent back. To a slap. <laughs> we don't fight. care about consent now. <laughs> no slap, Jesus. Uh, All right, uh, hardcore hillbilly is gonna be busy at California, anyways. So, so there we go. All right, gentlemen. Thank you for uh, and congratulations, Kruger. That was awesome. Yes. Awesome release on that German. Yeah. Crowd loves it. Uh, what's up, Swaggy, Chris, Ben, uh, Popeus, everybody. Good to see you in the chat. And we'll get right into it because I'm going to just tell you guys the first one I have a passionate response to. Uh, not saying whether it's good or bad. Surprise, surprise. It's a Bloomhouse movie. <laughs> maybe I love it. You don't know. You don't know. Don't assume. Don't assume. All I right. So our- I just said it was a Bloomhouse movie. It is a Bloomhouse movie. All right. So from Bloomhouse and director Yoko Akumura, we have Unseen, not to be confused with the 80s movie. Uh, so Sam receives a call from Emily, a nearly blind woman who is running from her murderous ex in the woods. She must survive the ordeal with Sam being her eyes using the video call feature. <sighs> Oh, my God. All right. So I'm going to say this. Any genre, not just horror. I'm going to open this up to any genre. Top 10. Dumbest fucking endings of all time. I'm not going to give it away directly, but it is so unbelievably stupid. If I told you right now, it wouldn't do it justice. Uh, this movie is typical Bloomhouse. It's an MGM Plus original, by the way. Um, it tries to balance humor and horror, and it fails miserably at both. 
I like our our lead actress, uh, Jolene Purdy, who plays Sam well enough. But other than that, this thing is an endurance test. This is almost as bad as Black Christmas. Different, not the exact same type of movie, not you know as annoying maybe as that movie is. But in terms of quality, this is maybe the worst thing I've seen this year so far. It is deadly dumb from beginning to end there's no tension in the suspense it's always broken up by some inane joke or attempted you know social commentary that is just again i'm guessing maybe that's what they were going for at the end but man is it stupid um didn't care about our killer any of the stock sequences don't work. It's just, it's basically just ripping off uh, C for me, which I believe was also on Shutter. It just takes that premise. If you want this this sort of premise, way better on. movie. Yeah, better movie. That one at least had something uh, going for it. The, the The balance of tones in this movie is just dog shit. I I, I don't know who would like it. I really don't. I, I, I really don't. But I, I'm sure maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I can't think of a single thing that this does well. There's some good actors in it, you know, whatever. But there's no reason to watch this. Uh, I I didn't buy that anybody was a real person in this movie. Didn't laugh. Never. I was just waiting for a tan. Miserable fucking experience. Fuck Bloom House. Fuck Bloom. Kruger, did you love it? Well, no, definitely not. Uh, but I did like the concept. Like, you know, it does totally rip off C for me, but the like with C for me, that was like a like a home robbery situation where you know the blind chick was having trying to figure out a way out of it. Uh for this one, I I, I thought, you know, that concept with a killer chasing somebody would be really, really cool. And I did like the acting and the uh the actresses that were uh, like the two main actresses. Uh, what was the girl uh, in the uh, convenience store's name? I can't fucking remember, but I thought she was actually really good. Uh, the probably- Sam, she Jolene Purdy is the actress. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she did a really good job and was probably the best thing about the movie. But uh, I agree with basically everything you said. The themes are kind of all over the place. It doesn't really know what the hell it wants to be. And, like, sometimes it's just trying to be funny. Sometimes it's trying to, like, I don't know. Did you guys get, like, an anti-gun message in there? I felt felt a slight one. Um, Yeah, I can see that. And, like, I I, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Uh, At first, I was invested just because of the concept. But then as time went on, things just got dumber and dumber and dumber. And by the end of the movie, I was really checked out. And I do agree. The ending was really fucking stupid. And it kind of felt like a slap slap to my face at the end. Uh, But unfortunately I can't say I can't like, I don't, I, I can see people liking this at least a little bit for the concept alone. But what I will say is if, the concept interests interests you just go watch see for me yeah todd did you like this no it was a it was yeah it was a waste of time i didn't hate it i didn't feel offended by it i don't think it's black christmas bad but it's not good <laughs> i'll never watch it again 
So, yeah, I mean, I think they were going for like some sort of, I mean, they thought they were being clever with, let's just say the cop stuff. Maybe at the end, it was so dumb. So, uh, you know, just so unrealistic that not the last scene, but I guess the, you know, right before in the finale, it, it was just, I knew kind of going in, I was like, okay, C for me exists. Uh, he sure can, Chris. He can punch the shit out of the moon. Uh, but you get beat up by the Mac tonight logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this is a very 2023 movie, and I mean that in a bad way. Like, this is a very like this is the type of shit that people bitch on the internet about. If this came out in theaters, the shitting would be relentless. It does. It does very much feel like a shitty like streaming service Bloomhouse movie though yeah I, like i could like i could have saw this shit on like into the dark or something like that uh, this is the tor- sort of shit that's responsible for killing into the dark in my opinion well there was one comment that he made that that's what everything went to shit <laughs> yeah yeah Should've kept well, it us, uh, we do have some really good stuff tonight some good shit but uh you want to hear some funny today you know what uh your favorite person said today? Hold on, I'm going to pull My favorite first person? Yeah. Look, there you go. Jason Blum. He said, the Bl- the Bloomhouse flowers are not related to the upcoming news. I just thought it was funny. He, he said it the right way, I guess, for once, right, Dan? He's trying to, like, seek my approval. But if he keeps shitting out stuff like Unseen, I'm sorry. I can't. You will forever be Bloom. Uh-oh, hold on. I got to pause because... Ben Grimm, you pointed something out. So Primetime says he hits, he slaps harder than Hillbilly. Was that Hillbilly in the ring with Kruger? No. But, no, no. Didn't Dan say he hits harder than any guy? So, and you said no, but Primetime DJ Shine does. So yeah. there we go. Primetime DJ Shine needs to show up for the slap fight. Not, don't say that pussy flesh with Dan. So what does primetime DJ Shine look like? Do you like like do you like wear a hat backwards? If I could ever that's pre-hat. If I could ever find some of my uh training and backyard stuff, you could see. Not the training really. God, please do it. We need some Todd, you need to just like make this match happen. Fucking flesh wound features sponsored UEW match, Michael Kruger versus Dan and a uh Fucking, I don't know. We could come up with some horror podcasting gimmick. Fucking, hey, I'm looking for a reason to, to book homeless Jimmy versus Mr. California <laughs> <laughs> in a shoot fight. We'll make a billion dollars on that in California, dude. No bullshit. Yeah. Oh, anyway, oh. he's negotiating with AEW and WWE right now. He's really busy, but I'm sure Slasher of Video says he wears neon streamers. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that very right. macho. I think that you got a little bit of macho dad in there. I couldn't even really like said it. I mean, I had long hair at that point, so I really didn't look like the same person. Dad, no you beard. Oh man, I, I could. I could. At the very least, we could make a cinematic match happen. <laughs> <laughs> just to, oh no, fucking slasher home video. He said just the streamers, butt naked. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm not fucking wrestling them. Then. Yeah. I about that fucking life. <laughs> we'll see. He's in negotiations right now. 
you know. Okay, well, he'll he'll believe he's gonna be ready. We're talking so, about way more interesting. Yeah, things so it's than really rate let's this rate this. In, yeah. Unseen, I give it an enthusiastic zero. This movie is dog shit. I give it a one out of five. Yeah, it was in focus. I can't give it a zero, so I'm a one. I wish it weren't. <laughs> All right, so you gave it a pity one, Todd. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm sure you've had a pity one or two. Uh, uh, all right, so you'd be Damn. surprised. The, that the was rat. fucking so mean. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I guess I'm a little salty today. <laughs> all right, you mean bastard. Let's move on to our Shutter original, and let's see if we can we can write the the wrong that was the last movie so this one is leave which is from director alex heron and this one follows a young woman tries to find her origins after having been abandoned as an infant at a cemetery wrapped in a cloth with satanic symbols but as she gets closer to answers a malevolent spirit is telling her to leave See, tied in the title. That's clever. Uh, yeah. Is the movie clever, though? Let's see. Krug- and it's also a Norwegian movie or a yeah. co-production. Yeah. Uh, what what say you, Kruger? Well, the concept, like, the reading the description alone is what made me, like, instantly want to watch this movie just because it sounded cool. I love satanic shit. And I like the mystery going on where – you kind of wondering is this this black metal band uh involved in like why this kid got left at a cemetery and what her uncovering like who her parents were i thought was just a really interesting story um and then it kind of takes a swerve and you get a I mean, it's kind of it's kind of predictable in one way, but in another, like when you look at the movie as a whole, you're kind of expecting one thing and it gives you something completely different, which I liked. My only complaint about the movie is at the end, there's a scene that I think could have used a little bit of gore. I think it would have been uh, really effective, uh, especially with what was happening to this despicable character. Yeah, I think you kind of needed in order to you know fully satisfy the horror fan in me but as a whole this was a good little mystery uh also the shooting location in norway absolutely fucking beautiful like there are some amazing shots in this movie and whoever was the cinematographer really like outdid themselves so um yeah it's it's definitely one of the uh better shutter movies i've watched from this year so far and i would recommend it Again, just my only criticism is if I would have had like a face smashing scene, irreversible style at the end, it would have got a higher rating for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Todd, I can't remember. Did you see this one? You did not. No. Okay. All right. That's okay. You're, you're lucky. Um, Okay. There's the answer. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, I will, I will elaborate. So a cool opening. Uh, I thought, you know, the acting's good. It, it's competently shot, once again, for whatever that means anymore. I mean, it's on Shutter. You know, most stuff on Shutter's competently shot. Uh, so it's a good setup. You know, this baby wrapped in this satanic uh, satanic sheet with all these symbols. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this could go a lot of different directions, and I'm definitely down for it. Um, 
the problem with this one, number one, and I'm uh, number one that I think will it, this didn't really piss me off so much, but I think if you're like a black metal fan, because there's a subplot with a black metal band that kind of ties into the baby, there is no black metal music in this movie, unless I missed it. And there's like some, I mean, in the club. Bit. Maybe for two seconds in the club. Yeah, but I mean, but, it, it was, but, the, but the black metal thing wasn't like the theme of the movie. No, it's not the theme. But I don't know. They kind of set that up. Uh, it's a dull movie. I think there's zero scares in this one. And I was yeah, no, definitely not scary at all. Yeah, the, the beginning was interesting. This is one of these movies where you're just so far ahead of the plot that it's impossible for any suspense to even hit. Uh, really weak again on the horror uh element uh what they kind of set up at the beginning is not really what you get or what this movie is it's a i guess maybe a mildly creepy mystery without much of a mystery <laughs> i mean yeah. again there's no surprises here it's a slog i mean we just like all right we break into this house we leave we break back in we leave uh, again, it fits. I, I guess it fits with the title, but I, I, I kept thinking like, okay, this one's surely going to get better. We'll get a good finale. There's a lot, quite frankly, about this plot that makes no sense when you really think about it and break it down. I don't think we'll bother with spoilers on this one, but uh, don't think too hard because it, it it's a mystery that jettisons all the horror elements. So it, it's. You know, I don't know why. I thought you were gonna like this one. I thought the paranormal yeah. stuff would have did it for you. I was I was hoping that I would, but yeah, a couple of like throwaway dream sequences. That's the only thing that would even be creepy in in theory that happened in this movie. I yeah. there's a lot I could pick at that again, it's plot stuff. I won't spoil it, but you watch this one. It's not the type of movie where it's just a popcorn flick and you can overlook it and just turn your brain off. It's it's played serious. It should make sense, and it doesn't. It's a very conventional, been there, done that. Obviously, there's something more mysterious going on with the family when she gets to Norway. And nothing really happens in this movie. Nothing. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, I one of the weaker ones on Shutter that I've seen in a while. I'm so I'm honestly shocked because usually, like when it comes to stuff like like movies like this that are more tame in the horror elements, uh, you're like, as long as the story's halfway decent. I, I mean, you usually are, are are fans of them. I thought I don't know for whatever story's reason, story's not were, good. Yeah, I, agree. I thought it was intriguing enough. I mean, it kept me. Uh, it kept me um, invested until the it, end, but yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a road to nowhere for me. And there's little stuff. I thought the lead actress—you could tell there was still an accent there, even though she grew up in America, so it doesn't quite make sense. Um, uh, there's a lot of little things. There's not a single character that I found interesting in the entire movie. I you thought didn't like the the, uh, the villainous cousin or whatever. Uh, he was fine, but again not a big part of the movie and i mean the actor's fine i'm not really shitting on any particular actor uh i thought potentially the uh the the female band member 
I thought she could she was she could have been interesting, but it's kind of a nothing character. I mean, it doesn't really factor into anything. Um, yeah, this is another slog, another bad streaming movie. Not as bad or as obnoxious as Unseen, but it's not good. There's no reason you need to watch this one. There's so much better stuff right now on Shudder. Um, and a Norwegian movie, too. Like, usually I kind of expect more, but no, this is another turd. You right. dodged a bullet, Todd. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's rate it then. All right. Uh, I'm a one. That's as high as I can go. I, I You have better options, no matter Toss- who you are. I, I was tossed up between the two and a half and the three. I think for the, my first time watch and like everything, like I don't necessarily think I'd ever watch this movie again, but for what it was killed like an hour and 40 minutes. I, I, I didn't think it was terrible. So I, I'm going to go with the three. Oh, all right. Cool. Cool. I did not expect that. Uh, all right. So damn, will we break the streak with the next one? What's next? The next one is our kaiju film, <laughs> The Lake Kaiju Film. So I'm gonna go first. I'm curious, but uh, this is from co-directors Lee Thonkum and Aking Zhu. And in, in the lake, one child brought back a strange egg, and and then realized it was a monster egg. It emerged from the lake. <laughs> And kill everyone in the whole town. Obviously, okay, this was maybe English, not the first. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was uh, gonna say this sounds there. fucking hilarious. Uh, here's a better one: a gigantic and bloodthirsty monster emerges from the lake after its egg is stolen and unleashes its fury on a town's inhabitants, leaving a trail of destruction and death in its wake. The town of Wang Khan, now cut off from the outside world, must mobilize its officials and citizens, as well as a group of scientists that are in town conducting research to catch this predator before it's too late. There you go. Put some more emotion into that one. So, Kruger, (laughs) we were excited for this one. Uh, Did it live up to your expectations? Well... Yeah, I mean, I've been really, really hyped for this thing for a really long time because of all the practical effects and the fact that you had almost this Jurassic Park style animatronic kaiju coming into play. Like, I was really, really hyped for this thing. And I'll say the opening scene of the movie I thought was really, really good, set the tone well, and then the movie fucking continued. And I was severely (laughs) disappointed for like probably up until we get to the animatronic effects there's like an almost an hour stretch in there where i just thought the decisions the story was making or like the the decisions in the story that were made when it came to like the creature because there's not just a giant monster in here there's like a human-sized creature too and Mm. they have this weird lore that like because the creature bit somebody if the creature dies, that person all of a sudden dies. And I just thought it was really stupid. It was also plagued with these scenes where like the creature was attacking people, but they put this lame filter over it. And just like the the camera was so shaky. You couldn't really even tell what the fuck was going on. And it was kind of jarring and just annoying. And uh, 
eventually we get our giant monster and all the scenes with it are fucking really really cool but the story just does nothing for me and the care like there's not a single character in here that i really enjoyed i wasn't a fan of the little girl and the way she tied into everything and like at some point she almost like kind of, it's kind of, like they're kind of playing her off like she's being evil too i, I just i fucking i i was really really disappointed and but one thing I have to say, the effects are fucking great, and they're re- it's really cool to get giant monsters that are practical like that again. But the story and just everything about the like the execution of the movie is not very good. Um, maybe I my expectations were too high. I don't know, but I just I I, I had the. I was so bored at times, or just so annoyed. I had to watch this thing like in in like. 30 minute increments because i was just like are you fucking kidding me man uh also the ending you want to talk about fucking shit endings yeah and good luck holy <laughs> shit dude i was You're... so pissed off at that fucking the you end. better be good with that ending, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah this one <sighs> I hate shitting on an obviously lower budget kaiju movie. I couldn't even imagine making one on uh, without, you know, a seven figure budget at least. And it's uh, uh, the there's a lot of emotional moments in this film. There's a lot of melodrama, but you don't really care about most of these characters. You can't really place them. None of the moments are really earned. It's just. It's a lot of melodrama. Now, I know a lot of people, will, and I get this, like, well, yeah, Godzilla was more about the human interaction than anything else. Yes, yeah, but it was but good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was good. In this, the action, the bad editing on the action, man, tons yeah. of just shaky cam and monster POV where uh, with our smaller monster where I was not engaged with that at all. Either. Um I mean, there's all the basic cliches of this type of movie, which again, normally fine, but when it's it's not good, it's not good. Um, this is my reaction every time I see shaky can and rain and the other ones. I get just so annoyed. But see, you guys get distracted by a good movie, so this is what I see every time. It gets annoying <laughs> real quick. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, shots when they're in these trees i can't even tell what's going on and there's some practical effects and everything so it's a shame but it's just really poorly paced it just made me want to go and watch the host yeah honestly to see it done right that's and the host unfortunately doesn't have any practical effects like like if they had the practical effects they had for this movie and then you know the story of the host that would have been like the fucking greatest kaiju movie of all time yeah and really our giant kaiju in this really doesn't do shit i mean i mean looks good doesn't do shit we're just stuck with the you know the man in the suit mini monster and uh i never felt any real danger in this movie that's a huge problem with the kaiju and we get the lame jurassic park callbacks like there's shots straight out of jurassic park. oh yeah they were obviously uh jurassic yeah. park fans yeah they were definitely jurassic park fans from the monster like looking into the car but the monster doesn't do anything 
Like it's just no, like, yeah, he, it looks he, cool. he like he rips a car door off and fucking then he falls <laughs> into some fucking electrical wire and eats shit and that's about it. I mean, you could rip a car door off. I mean, I, a giant fucking kaiju. I'm kind of expecting him to fling car cars yeah, that, into my, buildings. I think my biggest complaint is that this should they <laughs> like with the effects that they had and honestly the CG. Very well done, I thought. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like the, when it, when they would transition between CG and practical, I thought it looked really good. But that's what the movie strong suits were. They should have like tried just did a basic kaiju rampaging through a village, killing some people, seeing the fucking aftermath of it. Like they should have went by the books on this one. Is basically what I'm trying to say because I think with all the drama and all the all all the weird shit with the smaller monster and the way it connects to Pete. I thought all of that was garbage. Also, they had way too many fucking slow motion shots in this movie. I swear (laughs) to God, it felt like every 10 minutes there was like just people being over dramatic and then fucking everything going into slow motion for like, you know, a couple of minutes at a time. And I was just, I was so over that shit, man. This is really, really disappointing because I've been looking forward to this movie for like three years now. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been talking about this a long time. I think we did it on a trailer reaction ages ago. Uh, Yeah. Man, it's coming out on Blu-ray if you want to see for yourself. It's not the worst kaiju movie ever made, but it's near the bottom of the list for me. Ben says, yeah, the the monster looked cool at the start. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know that you would be laughing at this one i'm sorry i can't read your name but uh it it i don't think you'd be laughing it's definitely yeah, not it's, dumb fun yeah no yeah, it's like it's just it takes itself way too seriously i feel like too and i'll say i it on the panel i love bad movies probably more than anyone yeah. and yeah i there's not even like the fun factor in this one no unfortunately no. No, there really isn't. Uh, I was really disappointed. I figured it's a safe bet, giant monster movie. You're going to have some fun, but I really, I just didn't. Um, everything sucks tonight. It's not just the American movies. No, <laughs> Dude, we, we, we got like a shit week. <laughs> this is like just the world as a whole just took a shit, but we're not done yet. I will say there are movies or, or at least a movie that I loved this. Well, Dan giving it away. So eventually it gets better. I'm curious which one I I know. I I mean, I feel like it's the fucking one I didn't get to see, of course, too. Like, well, I was (laughs) maybe, maybe I think there'll be more than one. There might be more than one. We'll see. All right. So, with a title like this, surely this is going to break the 0-3 streak. So. Wait, we need to rate this. Oh, fuck. We didn't rate it. Sorry. God, I'm off today. Uh, man, I didn't like it at all. I'd never watch it again. Uh, I, I'm i a half a star. God I damn. Like it. Yeah. yeah. Just because the monster looked good, but it didn't do anything. Sorry. I'm, for the practical effects and everything. I can't give it anything less than a two, but it's not very good. I may rewatch this eventually down the line just to fucking, you know, see if my opinion changes or if I could get over some of the things I hate. But unfortunately, this is probably the biggest disappointment to the kaiju community in a really fucking long time. Uh, 
actually, you could quote this. The biggest disappointment to the Kaiju community since Zillafoot. There you go. You really hate that one. I don't think I've watched Zillafoot is the biggest piece of fucking dog shit I've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> life, dude. I hate that thing so goddamn much. It's just well, it's, it's really bad because it was an unfinished movie, and then fucking the SRS guy had a bunch of YouTubers sending clips, and he just incoherently like throws them in there. It's fucking awful. Oh, so you paid like probably like thirty. I paid, 30. I paid twenty bucks for it, and I was oh, well, I was furious. Um, I will let you guys know. I finally let's see. This is their second shot. It hasn't happened till now. I placed an order from SRS Cinema. Oh, what? So let's see. Because remember, I was like, I'm not fucked. After I got that shitty movie with the hot tub movie with no hot tub titties, I was upset. (laughs) And you knew the director. You're like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Uh, Bang and Vengeance or something. Yeah, it was like. It was no. a killer titty movie that had no boobs. No, it yeah. wasn't that. It was a hot tub movie. I, oh, I still have it somewhere. Oh, I know what you're talking By about. By the way, you need to rate this yeah. one, Todd. No, do I really need to? I'm a one. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Now, uh, SRA, did you order Little Corey Gory? It's kind of I, Well, I, I did not. I ordered Ed Gein the musical. <laughs> And the Savage Vengeance remake. I, I need to. I need to actually place an order with them because there's a couple of new kaiju kaiju stuff, and it's not Western. It's Japanese kaiju movies, uh, and I think they have Space Mo- uh, Monster Wagami or Wagami uh, on there too, which is a lost Korean kaiju movie. I need to place. Yeah, an order. yeah. Yeah, they have some good stuff. Uh, still, still, the best thing they've done is how from Beyond the Fog, just distributing that because I thought that was just awesome. Yeah, how like, I mean, from Beyond the Fog. Yeah, it's a short or well, yeah, like, well, yeah it was like a half hour. hour. Yeah. yeah, slash from video says good practicals are worth a star. Dan, I agree. It's worth a half star, Chris. I'm in a bad mood. I watched a Bloomhouse movie. I watched, you know, it's like the kaiju didn't come through for me. This well, is a bad week for, for prime time, man. Well, let's see if uh, you, you get some ple- pleasure in the shitter. Now my cam's not working. Yes. Holy shit. My dog. I'm just waiting for him to shut up. Shut up. He doesn't like DJ primetime DJ Shine either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would say his name in here. He, he, he's, he's over him trying to get himself over. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but I, if you're listening now, I'm sorry. Because I remember that I got a comment on one because Dan's dogs just started barking. Oh, yeah. He scared, the shit, scared the shit out of me. I saw that. Yeah. Well, dude, it's it's happened to me, too, where I'll, I'll be watching our podcast back or just be chilling here. Then out of nowhere, I'll be, ah, fucking have a really heart attack. Here's my problem right now. Like, until he shuts up. So my cats found a way to climb. You see those? Eight by ten. Yeah. They found a way to climb. My cat was halfway up that back wall, climbing on top of the fucking eight by tens. I see it. I'm like, God damn. It's like I've got like in my peripherals. It's like because I'm watching TV and it's like somebody's spider walking on the goddamn ceiling. What's going on right now? And I got up to the top and ripped down one of the blinds. So I got to replace it. Uh, so so that's why he's the dog's barking because yeah he, he sees lovecraft outside and quark doesn't like lovecraft so uh all right so no one does yeah uh, or wait no it's of, walk wrong way enough Whatever. of my shit let's talk holy shit uh which is from yeah, a screen box original i should say and it is a 
German film, I believe. Yeah, German film from the director gave it away. Luke from di- writer director Lucas Rinker. That's offensive, Dodd. I'm going to cancel. You. Oh, uh, so says the guy book, who loves to eat ass. <laughs> that has, that's not, don't make me get into. That. I thought I was going to kill Kruger on that when he kept it together. <laughs> so holy shit. Architect Frank wakes up from unconsciousness, squashed in a porta potty. But it gets worse. In order not to be blown up during the imminent demolition, Frank must make his way out of his blue grave in one hour. A race against time. All right. So uh, this is a Screambox original. And thank God I liked it a lot. This one's a ton of fun. Uh, so. So in terms of tone, uh, I guess we, we call this one a horror comedy, but yeah. it doesn't skimp on the gore and it, it's Dude. serious enough. Like it, it ba- this one knows how to balance the tone. Actually, there's some like insane gore. Yeah. This <laughs> like I, I, this movie made me cringe a couple of times. And like, I think just the scenario and like knowing how that would feel coming out of your elbow, like, do so i i don't know what you call that not a pipe but like it's a a metal rod basically rod there you go i don't know i can so he his arm is very graphically impaled in this metal rod um extremely uncomfortable looking gore straight off the bat uh what made it even worse is the fact that he is in a porta potty yeah so so there's shit everywhere that's what was like kind of getting me. I'm like, this guy's flayed open. And I, I wouldn't call this like an, an extreme horror movie per se, because it does have the humor to kind of balance out the, you know, gory macabre elements. But uh, yeah, th- when he had to reach into the, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and obviously there's, uh, he's kind of, unraveling in his head how he ended up in there you get some flashbacks to reveal all that so there is a storyline it's not just him trying to escape the porta potty there is more going on um there's this area that's getting ready for demolition to make room for a luxury hotel and that kind of all factors into it he's he's worked on the project and the, the plot slowly unravels um, at first, I kind of, you know, I was like, okay, we get this saw type setup. I uh, wasn't too sure where it would go. Uh, <laughs> the opening's pretty funny because we get this like uh, stripper, this really hot stripper doing this little routine. And then we open all of a sudden, she turns into like a, just a picture on the stall door with this God knows what leaking on the guy's head. Um, so it gets your attention straight off the bat. It's very hard to make these one location movies like that work. I mean, the 95% of it is in the in the stall with just him, you know, hallucinating at times, but pretty much just all him in the porta potty. And this has, like I said again, some absolutely off the charts uh gore uh that that did a really good job of surprising you and catching you off guard. Uh, I needed this movie desperately because I think I almost watched them more or less in the order that we're covering them tonight. 
And uh, I was impressed. I was impressed. Screenbox gets the win over Shutter yeah. tonight. This one, nobody's really talking about it. And I think, I think you should take the ride. I think you'll enjoy it. And like I said, even the ridiculousness of the situation and some of the gore, which is granite over the top, uh, I, it's still a solid enough human story of a, a workaholic kind of regretting, uh, regretting that and what he thinks maybe his final hours. We'll see if he makes it out or not. Uh, Kruger, what did you think? Cause I was surprised this one entertained the hell out of me. It was a lot. Yeah, of- this was a good time, man. Um, you know, I saw the trailer a while back and I've been really looking forward to checking out, but I was not expecting that type of gore. Like, not even just the gore that we talked about. There's some stuff at the very end that, like, had me screaming, like, out. I was like, holy shit, they're really going there. Um, Now, I don't want to sway people and tell them, like, this whole thing is gore-packed from start to finish. But when it hits, it hits heavy and hits hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like the comedy and just, like... like the the comedy of the situation of being like having to die in a shitter is is already funny enough and i like the character the dialogue i thought was really great we got some nice twists and turns that i wasn't expecting and i also liked the way they kept you guessing like how the fuck did this guy end up in this situation and uh yeah just overall this is a great time highly uh high recommendation for me and uh definitely check it out if you're a gorehound yeah there's some gems on Screenbox, so if you haven't subbed to it yet you definitely should uh i think it's worth it's been worth the money for me they don't get the same like volume of brand new like originals that shutter gets but they're they're getting there they're getting there if they keep uh shelling out stuff like this uh i'm in Oh, yeah, they're aggressively going after Shutter. You could see it. So I'm loving it. I mean, to be fair, dude, like they, 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 Screenbox, I think last year definitely beat Shutter uh, with all the stuff that they had. You know, they had, you have to think, they had Terrifier 2 on there as well. Yeah, that was a big one. I, I think I'm still going Shutter for now, but this year so far, I mean, I don't know. They make more Dan movies. Screenbox definitely makes more than just like the one type of movie. Screenbox will do some like much lower budget stuff. Not that Shutter doesn't, but yeah, I mean it, it is a little different. It's worth having both, to be honest. Yeah, I watch more on those two services than I do on Netflix. So me too. Yeah, I, I mean it's just fun to get like look forward to getting new movies every week that you know for a fact you wouldn't have heard of if you didn't have the streaming service. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're both very important. So if you're going to sub to something, support horror. And, you know, they're cheaper than that. You can have them both, and they're still cheaper. And the thing I like about Screenbox is that they have, like, a lot, like, those live stations, too. And they have a lot more than Shudder does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Slash on video. No, no, No creep show is hurting me. Hurting shutter for me, yeah. Yeah, I agree, dude. That's my probably my favorite TV show going on in today right now. So. Honestly, if, if uh, they lose uh, Joe Bob, that could really factor in on a lot of people's. Yeah, for so, sure. I've heard rumors that he's not going to go much longer. 
No, no I don't know what that old. means. Maybe a few years, maybe. I, I mean, he's old as fuck, and they're at season five now, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, that would be a huge blow because I know that's like their most buzzworthy thing. But you do have the new slasher season, which I know you're a fan mm-hmm. of. Kruger, so. so hype, dude! Now that's this week, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think it tomorrow Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And for all yeah. of you out there, slasher, you can jump in at any point. The seasons aren't connected, so yeah. you need need a new horror series to stream. Uh, all right, so all right. Next up, the, these are two shorts, and well, we'll get into. Well, we'll take them one at a time, but I'm sure they'll bleed together a little bit. So, uh, so our first one from should, writer. Well, we, we should mention though, um, if you haven't seen Outwaters, there will be some open yeah. spoilers which i did finally just watch for my yeah. first time so yeah oh, so, cool. okay. so definitely definitely watch uh the outwaters first or what like in my opinion watch the prequel watch the outwaters and then watch the other stuff the what is it what the fuck was the the other one called Damn. uh file vl624 yeah so do outwaters tape zero i think it's called then card do the out, zero. card zero. Then do the outwaters. Then do that. If, in my opinion, that's probably the best way to watch everything. Okay. Uh, so, well, before we get started, I mean, not a review because I know we reviewed it, but did you like Outwaters? Yeah, I, I don't get the comparison to Skinnerink at all, but yeah, no, which everyone was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. It was found footage. I was I was cool with it. I I mean. I don't think it's like my favorite thing of the year or anything. I or thought, that... I thought the flashlight stuff at the end and like how shaky it was was going to drive you nuts. As, no, I'm not one who gets affected by the shaky stuff, really. Okay. So, but no, yeah, I did because I like that last one that you really didn't like. I think the last Blumhouse one Dan liked. I can't even fucking the remember dash cam. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. My issue with Outwaters is. It just felt like the entire, like, we had, like, 40, 50 minutes, whatever it was with those characters, and I didn't know a single goddamn one of them in the, <laughs> the move, talking the movie itself. Like, it was just a slog. I had a good theatrical ex- I, I didn't love the movie, uh, obviously, if you go back, but I did have a good theatrical experience based on the fact that uh, it's always funny when somebody gets traumatized and walks out. There was no walkout with the movie this week, but there was, like, I'll get to it later. I, I do have a movie experience thing later. But uh, all right. So getting into these. So card Outwaters card zero is a prequel. And this follows before Robbie uh, Zagarak went missing in the Mojave Desert. He captured love, life and heartbreak in a video diary. So that's that's I mean that's essentially the plot. Like you can't really spoil these movie these shorts. Um, I know he shot these after the fact because I know uh, some people had asked, like, was this just like deleted scenes that they cobbled together? No, uh, from what I understand, he shot these after for the Blu-ray and uh, Screenbox put them up uh, as originals on Screenbox once again. Uh, and yeah, this is basically. A short love story uh, between Robbie and his boyfriend, and um, 
Kruger, what did you what did you think? Because I think you liked the Outwaters a lot more than I did. So you might have no, been we were about on the same. I think same. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, I really, I really liked it, but I, I didn't think it was you know phenomenal or anything. But uh, so to be honest with you, man, and I kind of have the same opinion on both of these uh, shorts. They don't really do much. I mean, you kind of get a little bit more of a backstory to what is happening, what's happening in the outwaters. I know um, Robbie better than they did in the first fifty minutes of the movie. Yeah, I no, get that. No, no, for sure. But like, well, at the end of this one, they kind of let you know, like, what, why it's good, why whatever happened in the outwaters happened. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just. I don't know. I was kind of fucking bored, to be honest with you. And, that you know, there wasn't a lot of crazy shit happening. It was just more of like, you know, Robbie's love life and who he is as a person and how he met or how him and that chick uh, decided to go out in the middle of the desert and do their music video. That's about it. Um, if this was a part of the Outwaters, I think it would have been more effective, to be honest with you, because... Again, you would just know the characters more, know you know their relationships and stuff uh, better. But um, watching it after the fact, I was just like, "Oh, okay." Well, that kind of just fucking didn't tell me much, other than, "Oh, this is this is uh, why that happened." Then, and that's it. No explanation on what happened to them, but this is why. Yeah, yeah, they're very sh- like I said, they are shorts, and they 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 are kind of like more extra features. Like we're not rating them per se because yeah. they're not like a whole story; they're just like tie-ins. So, if you like Outwaters, I will say I think Card Zero at least it is a good. If you haven't watched any of them, I agree. Watch Card Zero first. I don't. It's not going to spoil anything. Outwaters is not. Uh, a movie that's exactly known for its plot. There's not a whole lot going on there. In fact, I, I, I may have said this in my review. I may not have, but Outwaters probably would have worked a lot better as a short itself. <laughs> like, I don't think you needed, you could have cut that one down huge. That first 40 or 50 minutes yeah. was. Yeah, there was a, it took forever yeah. for stuff to get going, but when it does, it's fun and you know, it gets a pretty bad shit, but uh, yeah, it just took fucking forever, and yeah. and again, like you yeah, said, yeah. you don't really know the characters either. It's just kind of like, okay, and they're they're drinking, they're partying, they're yeah, and there's zero zero excuse for not knowing your characters when you're 50 minutes into a story. Yeah, that zero excuse. You need to do a better job of establishing them. Uh, the craziness at the end, like I said, that was kind of you know reasonably fun it was cool seeing uh, a girl burst into tears and storm out always love that i don't know <laughs> uh, take the cock trauma <laughs> um dan's experienced that too <laughs> yes uh fuck you Todd. well yeah it's a little bit you know you're a little uncomfortable with uh the the genital sequence in that first movie but um yeah it's yeah, I mean, I guess if you like it, this is a, a thumbs up. You get to know Robbie a little bit more. Yeah. So, uh, the second short, which is the epilogue, uh, and this one's longer. This one's thirty-four minutes. The Outwaters, uh, or no, wait, I might have had that mixed up. The yeah, last uh, one's shorter. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The last one's like 20. The first one's like 34 or some shit like that. All right. Yeah. The last one's just 20 minutes. Uh, the Outwaters file VL-624. And in this one, we, same director, uh, this one shows corrupted footage salvaged from Robbie's camera, property of the Mojave Police Department. This one I don't think really gave me anything else, no. if I'm being honest. No. Like, I, it's just pretty much more the same from the movie. <laughs> this adds absolutely nothing new. Unless I missed it. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe there's like no, some I agree. in it all. I yeah. agree. Like I, I didn't, I didn't get much out of it. It just, and like, I was hoping what this was going to do is help piece together the puzzles of like what the fuck was happening at the end of the outwaters. Cause it like, you know, it jumps around kind of, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, no, it, it was just like more of this, uh, more of this like semi creepy shit, still no explanation on what the fuck is going on. And by the end of it, I was just like, okay, that happened. Uh, but I would have been fine with not even watching it. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag more dumb, Ben. Hashtag more dumb. Yeah. I mean, dude, I would have been excited if I would have got more severed dong, but it was just <laughs> like, it was more fucking shots of the shit that we got in the outwaters, basically. I mean, yeah. It, I'm like, oh, nice. We're seeing these fucking animals again. It's like, yeah, just, this I felt was, like it was just shit that they shot and edited out. Like this yeah, one, that's really, right. that's what it was like. I was like, man, they're just they're just trying to get us to was, watch more because there's nothing to this. I was kind of pissed off we didn't get to see any more of like you know the remember the creature at the like the end of that waters like towards the end. Uh the you mean like the thick crawly <laughs> things? No, 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 no. I'm talking the big thing. That was like no oh. heavy and shit. Uh, mm. I was hoping fucking, you know, we would have got another shot of that or explained what the fuck that even was, but nope. Sometimes it's okay to just make a short, but you know what? Hey, I'll say this again and I, I, say what you will about this, Skinnamarink. Once again, who would have thought these movies would actually make any kind of a dent at the box office? So they are a part of an interesting story. I I feel like I'm good on Outwaters. I don't think I'll ever have to watch Outwaters again. I would um, watch it again, but not like it would have to be like with a group of people just to see him freak out about the severed dick at the end. Yeah. I don't know. Just show him the last XPW show. <laughs> yes. I mean, I already, I already fucking showed a bunch of people. When that, when that happened, like I, I showed up to training. I was like, hey, kids, you want to see what spot we're working on today? <laughs> so which one said they take it? <laughs> oh, they, they both they both looked at me like I was a lunatic. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we won't be airing that clip for you, but you have to go to stream XPW if uh, you want to see some. Yeah. Some shit that mutilation. <laughs> oh, it's God. rated R, children, not for children. <laughs> I can't remember what I saw. This some dirty WrestleMania. All I could think was, what about the children? Did you see uh fucking the GCW show? Them doing the uh the human centipede spot and Tom Six retweeting it. I did not. <laughs> the shit was fucking funny as fuck. 
Sorry. I, we'll make like, the last house the left spot. <laughs> I like Rob. I, I like got, Rob Black, like just posting is like, I guess this is cool. <laughs> just all of these like ass related spots. <laughs> God help you if, if a needle goes into a dick. Uh, yeah, fucking ass, asshole to face. Uh, fucking smashes. <laughs> Absolutely a okay. Yeah. That's but. It's a Vince McMahon uh, storyline, it sounds like. All right. But before we jump on to our next one. Before we do, can we sell Vince McMahon free mustache ride shirts? Oh, my God. Um, I think he pays you on those mustache rides. But, yeah, we can do some kind of mustache. (laughs) (laughs) We need to do we need to do free mustache rides that. I, I already know there's at least a few people listening that will buy a Vince McMahon free mustache ride. I, I, I'll work on something. You know I have enough on my plate, but Kruger, yep. thank but, you for coming on. I know you, you, you got some stuff to handle. Yeah, I, I, got a, I got an Evil Dead marathon with my girlfriend I'm about to go do. So, uh, Plus, I didn't see these two movies. So have a good show. Fucking Hope Malum was awesome because I loved The Last Shift, and I was very, very pissed the fuck off I couldn't get to go see it. But, uh, yeah. Have fun, guys. Peace out. Oh, she doesn't have any needles. <laughs> yeah, keep it Later. up. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a, a a good advice. All right, okay. wait. Yes, protect your pee holes, gentlemen. You never know where Big F and Joe is hiding. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Well, we we got a non horror review for you guys real quick before we get into our main event of Mad. I know we're a little bit late to the table on this one so we won't spend a time well it did just it. come out on digital uh yet yesterday so it is still timely it did okay cool i didn't know it was on digital already uh all right so this movie is inside from director vasilis Kat- katsopis uh guarantee that's wrong but say it with conviction and this follows nemo who is played by willem dafoe a high-end art thief who is trapped in a New York penthouse after his art after his heist doesn't go as planned. Locked inside with nothing but priceless works of art, he must use all his cunning and invention to survive. All right, so I'm just curious, Todd. I'll tag in in a second, but did you like this one? Because this oh, is a I, very polarizing movie. I really liked it, really. Yeah, well, I yeah, didn't know a lot of po- people so far since it's been out. I've talked to a few people, and it's leans more towards didn't like it. Really? I think a lot of people were expecting a more conventional thriller. Um, yeah, but just at least my circle, a lot of people didn't like. Well, I one. purposely avoided the trailers because I saw who was in it. I kind of saw the premise, so every time a woman mm-hmm. would come up, I'd avoid them. So I didn't know too much, and that's kind of the way I went into it. And so I don't know if that helped, like my you know not knowing what to expect so but yeah i i really did like it boy do you land uh, i enjoyed it too um i, th- I thought you would I'd, I would, so, i'd be kind of surprised if not now i'm a big willem dafoe guy and this is another movie uh this is not i i suppose you could put the thriller tag on it but again that might let some of you down um, I really thought for a minute, I, I'm kind of glad it didn't go more conventional. I, there were certain things I was like, okay, it's probably, you know, the owner 
of this facility is probably, you know, doing certain things. And, and it, it didn't really go the conventional route. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's the very definition of an art house film. Uh, I know they created some of the art for the movie. Uh, so there's a lot of meaning in the art and, uh, you know, this particular character who's, I mean, it's really kind of, it, it's like disconnecting from humanity or fellow man in pursuit of whatever your obsession is, which in this case for Nemo was art. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of those movies you need to sit, watch, think about if you're, texting on your phone or just distracted in some way, you're not going to get a whole lot out of it. Uh, I'm sure it's one a lot of people waited for streaming, but I'm kind of glad I saw it in a theater yeah, Me too. Uh, where you really kind of have to just sit, watch it and absorb it. It's not an action film. There's not, it's not, you know, Willem Dafoe, fighting some threat to escape his predicament it is just willem dafoe breaking down uh you know what is real what's not real uh, it's a quiet movie and that's not going to appeal to everybody i liked it it's the hardest type of movie to recommend though some of you are going to find it boring as shit some of you are going to find it fascinating i can see it being on some best of lists this year but it is absolutely not conventional. Now I, I love Willem Dafoe, so that I don't know. I don't know who can watch that and not see the awesomeness in that performance, though. That doesn't. Yeah. Well, again, there's definitely a lot of people that didn't like it. I know more than a handful. Mm -hmm. uh, if any of you are in the chat and didn't like it, please weigh in. Uh, but I did. I not really enough, loved it. It wouldn't have worked. <laughs> not, no, no, sever. Well, you can see some Willem Dafoe dong if you need. And your Dan dog. will tell you how to see it. <laughs> yeah, you go watch the Antichrist, uh, which yeah, uh, we should do uh, Willem Dafoe night. We should just do a watch along of like Willem Dafoe. Uh, I'm not gonna. Cool. I wanted to do Antichrist for a while. We never seem to get to it as a comedy. You know, because I've never watched it. Maybe we should wait and we can watch it together. First time oh. on the big screen. Okay, so Antichrist experience that right there. Yeah, we got to watch a lot of 3D stuff because, yeah, we got to get some of that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I won't so. make you watch any Marvel. <laughs> yeah, we probably only have one more like traditional, well, not one more show, but one more traditional Wednesday show before yeah. I'm heading out. Then LA. we're going to be all over. We're going to, we got some pre tapes. So, yes, we're going to. Go to some infamous locations in California. You never know when you get back to California. So I'm sure there's probably shit that like even you haven't seen. Uh, there, I was going to ask you and I'll ask you off air, but I was I was looking at the TV tapings too if you want to go hit one of the studios and see a sitcom taped or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we can talk about that. There's a million things to do, but uh, luckily we don't, we're not as scheduled this time. So we can just kind of go. We only have one day planned. Yes. For sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Wrestling. And then, yeah, a lot of cool shit. Uh, uh, so, yeah. In a nutshell, Inside is a great drama, art house thriller. I I had a ton of uh, fun with it. Uh, Willem Dafoe is always so compelling. Even 
there's not a lot of bad Willem Dafoe movies, but <laughs> you always have to check him out. He can make anything work. And this is really, really good. Uh, I give this one four stars out of five. What say you, Todd? I'm a four and a half. I really like this one. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you did. Um, so, yeah, this is on digital now. If you want to check it out, if you missed it in the theater. Uh, or if you can still catch it in a the theater, go for it. Yeah, I think there was still, it's kind of at that one showing period now. What's up, Indy? We missed you. Yes, hello. Always good to see you live. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so our main event of the evening is Malum. We'll see, hopefully saving the best for last. So Malum is a film from director Anthony de Blasi, and it is a remake of the same director's film from 2014, Last Shift. And we'll get into that. But in this one, a rookie police officer willingly takes the last shift at a newly decommissioned police station in an attempt to uncover the mysterious connection between her father's death and a vicious cult and a vicious cult. All right. So just a little bit of uh, background first on these movies, which uh, here we go. I prepared ahead. So last shift, I was a big fan of. I really love this movie. Uh, at first, I didn't realize that this was a remake. I think I found out like not too long before I went out to see the movie. And my initial thoughts were, why? Because <laughs> Last Shift is, in my opinion, I, I think a really good movie. I, I absolutely loved it. And I just, it's not even a decade old. Why remake it? Um, and around that exact same time, just throwing out suggestions because I don't want to get ahead of my... I, I love this concept. There's another very similar movie. I'd say not quite as good as Last Shift, but also worth watching called Let Us Pray with Pollyanna McIntosh, yeah. which also takes place uh, in a police uh, precinct. Different movie, different... You know, it's not like a clone of it or anything, but uh Yeah. I'm a big assault on Precinct 13 yeah, fan. So yeah, you throw a horror movie in that kind of there was that situation. Cop Although shop more isolated in this case, obviously. Cop Shop was another non-horror one we had that was kind of Cop Shop was one of the best non-horror movies of that year. I, I agree. But that's also that assault on Precinct 13 style and setup. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh so all right, so this is not shot for shot or anything. Um, no. It, number one, this one's a much meaner movie that you get a lot more background on the cult. It expands the, sh the story quite a bit and our new leads uh, relationship uh, with her dad and uh, other characters are, are kind of explored more. While still EA very much an, an isolated film uh you know there's different characters you know at the beginning much gorier which is why I, i'm sad that kruger missed it because it's 
a lot heavier gore than the mainstream is going to be used to. It's not nonstop or anything, but when it hits, it hits pretty hard. I can safely say I think Kruger and Pugs are going to love this movie. Yeah. Uh, now, which one do I prefer? It's close to the original in terms of the story again, but it does expand things. So I'm like, all right, a shot for shot would have been pretty pointless. Our leads, who I love them both. I love both leads in the films. Um, I might slightly prefer uh, Julianne, Juliana Harkavay, uh, who is the lead in the first one, but she had less to do than our lead in, in Malum did, uh, Jessica Sula who's fantastic. She's really, really good, but uh, that might be the one thing for me, and it, it's I have no specific reasons. I think they're both great actresses um, that I would say was better with the original, but this improves a lot, actually. Uh, we get some, uh, some demon effects at the end, which will make old-school horror fans smile. Like, it's really good. And there's at least a few holy shit gore moments in this. Uh, yeah, so, go, like, I was I was kind of surprised because, like I said, that was my question going into this. Like, why? <laughs> why for a film that's not even that old? He explained it at the beginning. I was always like, all right, I'm, I'm into this idea. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this director has done some fantastic work uh clive barker's dread uh which i thought he did a really good job at a time when barker you know things were pretty cold as far as barker adaptations he also did uh casadega uh yeah. we'll finally get to see his segment of profane exhibit from unearthed films hopefully sometime this year um extremity most likely to die uh he's a good director and yeah I think he hit a home run. He's got a great eye for like visuals and mood. Uh, and this, this is just a really scary, gory film that is, it's the crowd pleaser of the night. Like I can safely recommend this to just about anybody uh, who likes horror movies. Uh, it's a shame because it seems to be a really limited release. And I'll tell you a sign of how good this is. I had a so I saw it at uh, a theater at the Mall of Georgia, which is always crowded. So it was, I'm sure this movie, because of the lack of advertising, isn't packed in a lot of locations, but it was fairly packed at my screening. Obnoxious groups of teens would not shut up. And I'll tell you, not even five minutes into that movie, they shut the fuck up and I didn't hear a peep. There was no phones. <laughs> I'm serious because, like, I'm thinking, like, oh my god, this is gonna really kill the mood for this one. Uh, I wish I was at my AMC on a weekday when the, none of these little bastards were out of school. They shut the fuck up and they watched the movie. <laughs> so you know it's a great film uh, when I would have just told him to shut the fuck up, but that's me. I'm sure that I, it just, it warmed my heart because they're experiencing something that isn't a Bloomhouse throwaway or some really just bland film like that, that they they're probably used to seeing uh, this, this one, it, this one, it's a shame because I think with good advertising, there's no reason this couldn't be a big hit 
in the box office and uh in 20 years a young horror fan will be like i remember seeing malum in the theater the first time uh maybe but it you will know be what one of those little bastards in the theater that's actually truer to like seeing a horror film though how it used to be you we didn't get tons of advertisement we had to be following what was coming out and this and that i mean yeah. it, it, it it is a truer experience honestly so them discovering sure. it now is going to be similar to us discovering pick any you know non-traditional release from 1980 the prowler or something yeah so. yeah uh so hopefully hopefully we're doing our small part to spread the word on this movie if it's playing near you it's yeah. worth it guys ben says it was surprisingly spack packed it is showing he also said did we say if we liked it more than the last shift i think and i don't want to say just because it's a bigger budget but you could see that you know he got to do more and i think you know as he said this is closer to his vision i really like both but i haven't revisited the last shift since i've seen malum so right now i'd have to say malum yeah, it's hard for me because I didn't revisit, but I've watched Last Shift at least a few times with different people since then. Uh, which again, don't rewatch a lot of movies because I watch a lot of new horror movies, and uh, I don't know how what the experience would be if you watched them for the first time back to back. If the similarities in the story would be a little bit too much, but. Overall, I think this improves on a lot. I'll just put it that way. I'm not prepared to say I like it better. Maybe I prefer the lead just a little bit in the in Last Shift, but she the actress was great in this one, and she gets more to do as far as a character. It's a more uh, well-developed character in this one. Ben's uh, so. recommend, recommending against watching Last Shift before Malum. He, he, he did it, and he didn't wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Well, watch both because it'd be a shame not to. Because again, the ending's different on this, and they're they're not. It's like I said, it's not a funny game situation where, by all accounts, it's the same movie, uh, as far as like the remake goes. Reimagining kind of fits this one, I think. I also think uh, John Malum in human form and uh, monster form, I think was really intimidating in this so that's another thing i might have preferred uh yeah no i mean this is the type of horror movie we should be talking a lot more about because it's been a slow year in a lot of ways there's been a lot of turds a lot of movies that got overhyped this one is underhyped so <laughs> it might find most of its audience when it comes to streaming because of just the, the lack of theaters it has but who knows spread the word of mouth it, it, this one's just a crowd pleaser again. I can recommend this to probably any horror fan listening yeah. to this show. It doesn't go too, you know, it doesn't go too Dan. It doesn't go too Todd. It like hits everything right in the middle. <laughs> this, is, this is probably, uh, though we all haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure all four of us would give this a recommendation. And when everyone sees it, I'm sure they'll they'll tell you. <laughs> And we are so glad. First time watcher. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're if Malum's playing near you, go see it. It's a great theatrical experience. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so, yeah, we appreciate all you newbies here. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. That always helps grow the channel. Spread the word for us as well. Uh, 
Um, and uh, let's go ahead and rate this one, Todd. Uh, you know what? I'm giving it a five. I'm yeah. a five too. Yeah. yeah, it's not even. It's not a hard one. Yeah, I don't know if it does anything like new necessarily in terms of story, but it is just really kind of a perfect, just scary, creepy horror film that hits all the right notes. It's got stuff for the gore fans. Uh, it's got a little something for everybody. The effects yeah. are great. The let's just say the face whatever you want to call it towards the end. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, this, this one wins the night, but, uh, Malum and Holy shit, <laughs> both a lot of fun. Uh, so there we go. And inside also, I enjoyed. Oh yeah. And inside, although inside's not a horror movie, but no, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there though. Yeah. Yeah. That's of the all. ones we talked this week. Yeah, so we evened it out there at the end, Todd. It was a rough start with the lake and leave. We haven't had one in a while because I was wondering where, like, it was, like, straight across the board, like, everything sucked. We've had that, though, back when we used to do less movies, like a three. Yeah. I mean, back when we all hated it, though. Like, it's well, since I think there's been all of us know when it was just me and you, it would happen once in a while, or even me and Pugs. But yeah. yeah, not with all four. Did but, Chris see this one, or by any chance, or I don't know if he I, I, no, I doubt it. Okay, well, check it out, guys. Uh, so, some announcements: uh, we may have a very special Patreon show to be announced. I think you you all like it. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say what it is now. That's uh, why. Yeah, because we just haven't locked anything down. All right, but it's something that you guys have liked in the past. And uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash fleshwind features. It all starts at just a buck and you help the channel out. We will be live together, all of us, uh, pretty much all of us in Los Angeles and Hollywood, California, all over the place. Might have some cool horror themed videos, some short live things on location. James, uh, Dan's just coming down. He needs help setting up his only dance. <laughs> only Dan's coming soon. Somebody took only Dan's on Twitter. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, but do they have a blue check mark though? <laughs> I don't know. They don't have Dan though. I don't know how you do only Dan's without Dan, but they may uh, have a better Dan. Ah, there's no, not a better Dan out there, Todd. You know that. Come on. Uh, so we will also have a non-sploitation show coming up. We will have uh, some more After Dark shows. We just did a trauma sex comedy show that dropped yesterday, so check that out. Um, lots of bonus stuff. Uh, be sure to en- enable notifications because we will have some live videos, particularly while we're down there, and that's not really scheduled so much. That's just going to be, you know, we're here, we're live. Maybe we can go live from Dark Delicacies. If we do that sorority babes thing. We'll definitely be live from XPW again. This yes. time, better mic'd. <laughs> better mic'd, yes, yes, yes. Uh, better quality from California, too, which, once again, if you're in the... Uh, the How far is Pomona from LA? I should know my geography better. but it, It's about a half hour or about two okay. hours. Just depends what time of day. <laughs> uh, okay, well, if you're in... Pomona or the if Los they're Angeles in LA area, it's worth the trip. 16 man in... deathmatch tournament. 
if they're in LA, they know how far of a drive it is. Now, if you're flying in for it, I'd say uh, go to, don't go to LAX, go to, uh, um, 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 uh, what is the one? The Ontario airport. Okay. It's right there. So, all right, there you go. So, yes, XBW, the last show was amazing. This one, um, we're hoping Dan gets a needle through his. <laughs> not taking a needle slap, Todd. I'm okay, then that's fine. Just this, just the slap fight. Yeah, not getting a slap fight. Hardcore Hillbilly is one of those sixteen men entering the death match. Well, maybe you, maybe he'll wait till after and you'll get lucky. Uh, but they didn't. You have to worry about he might might not make it and take his slap out on you. Later, Indy. Good seeing you, man. <laughs> Uh, See, don't try to change the subject. Just, just wrap us up, Dan. <laughs> I will wrap us up. All right, guys. Uh, be sure also, May 13th, Region Free is back, and I will be a part of that. So uh, you'll have to subscribe to the new channel. But same Twitter channel, Region Free Podcast. Uh, be sure to keep your eyes out for that. And on that note, good night. Good evening.